We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 73, year three. Today, uh, we have a special guest, a friend of mine, Louise Rezental. We're going to talk about day trading. We're going to talk about private games. We're going to talk about the World Series of Poker starting in, I don't know, 13 days. We're going to talk about my packages. We're going to talk about my online home game. We're going to talk about politics if you want. We're going to talk about sports. Whatever you want, the mouthpiece is next. What up? What up? Mike the Mouth here. How's it going? Um, we are uh, uh, going to also have a pick of the week this week. Uh, and... Um, I just got back from Chicago last week. Uh, I was there for a, well, for poker. It was supposed to be a vacation for me to visit my friend Ferraro, but he decided that uh, when I told him we were coming, that he was coming to Vegas for the weekend, and uh, he had already planned it four months in advance with his mother and grandmother. So uh, we end up going to Chicago play poker we um we landed on tuesday um we played in a chair uh, kind of like a big home game at this mansion that we were at it's i mean i i i showed a video of it on my uh twitter i think i did if not didn't i'll have to send it again but this place was amazing it was like a 40 million dollar home it had a four-lane bowling alley that was tricked out it was really amazing we played poker there all night unfortunately my good friend phil Helmuth put me in the shitty game and and took all the fish cakes and put them in his game because that's what phil does are you crazy phil yes and uh so we end up in a shitty game where i won like 1100 and phil and his brother and all of them won like thirty, thirty-five thousand, because well, that's what Phil does. Because I'm and, good at no limit hold'em. Anyways, so we went to this game. Then we went to the charity event uh, Wednesday night, or wait, the charity event was Thursday night, uh, in which there was I don't even know how many people, but a lot, and they were all very, very, very wealthy people. I mean. I mean, there were people rebuying up to the final table, like getting a million in chips for like a hundred thousand. Uh, they donated for the kids; it was for a good cause. They probably raised about two and a half million. And as you know, whatever you think about Phil, he he's just really good with um, uh, you know doing charity events and things like that. So uh, it was a good tournament. I end up finishing. Fifth in the tournament on one bullet, um, uh, and that was fun. I got a little fifth place trophy, uh, big deal. Uh, but it was fun. Uh, first was there was only one winner, twenty five thousand uh, dollar diamond uh, for a jewelry store giveaway, and the rest went all. So you know, I wanted to win. I mean, twenty five thousand jewelry. You know, maybe I'll find me a new girl or something that. 25,000 in jewelry, be, be amazed how many come showing up, you know? So, uh, yeah, that kind of sucked. I didn't do that. 
And so then I uh, went over to play in a private game. Uh, guy, uh, our guest today, uh, Louis, Louis Wiesenthal, uh, will be on. Uh, he plays in the private game with me online. And um, we kind of met him and uh, his boy Brian. They play in a private game twice a week in Chicago. And uh, we're going to discuss private games and how poker has uh, really descended into private games. Um, and so that's, uh, that's kind of what I did last week. Uh, the losing streak is over. Uh, ever since I had those aces cracked by kings, I know I talked about this on the last podcast, um, in which the guy hit a king on both boards for 16,000. Uh, I have rolled off around 18 winning days out of 19, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that $130,000 losing streak is being cut to around, I don't know, gotten close to about 65000 back, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that's good heading into the World Series. Uh, I feel like I'm playing good. Uh, playing a little bit tighter than normally, uh, only because, uh, you know, when you go on losing streaks, you've got to get your confidence back and... You know, uh, now that I got my confidence back, uh, you know, hopefully good things are to come. So, uh, you know, let's see what else has been going on in the world. The world has lost its fucking mind. Uh, it's uh, wear a fucking mask and get vaccinated or you're a bad person. Uh, they're pushing out lies that unvaccinated people are spreading COVID. That's a lie. Okay. Just as many people who are vaxxed are spreading COVID. That's the truth. Yes, about 90% of the people in the hospitals are not vaccinated. But guess what? That's their own fucking problem. Okay, if they want to go to the hospital and die, we live in a free country. You can't have a dictator like Joe Biden trying to tell everybody over 100 people in your business you have to be mandatory, you know, vaccine. What are they going to do? Come into every business and try and put them out of business? Uh, I was at Chicago airport flying home. The lady told me that half of the half the people at the airport quit over mandatory vaccines. Um, no matter, listen, I got vaccinated. I think it was a good thing. Uh, I'm a higher risk, so I didn't want to take any chances. But for for them to tell 20 year olds, 25 year olds, 30 year olds, a perfect condition to be vaccinated or you're ostracized from society. Go fuck yourself. This is fu- I can't believe you motherfuckers elected, like literally voted for Joe Biden. I mean, this guy's a swamp creature for 47 fucking years. What y'all think was going to happen? I mean, they're communists. The fucking Democrats are not the Democrats from 1990, from 2000. These are communist fucking motherfuckers trying to destroy the, the United States with their fucking communist fucking laws and bullshit and if people don't want to fucking if people want to argue with me you can call in the show we'll be taking plenty of phone calls today and you can argue with me so anyways that's uh going on in the world i get get real passionate because i i can't even i can't even believe what's going on in this country right now i think it's one of the saddest things i've probably ever witnessed in my life you know but uh that's um you know, that's uh, on all you motherfuckers. I got a shirt that says I didn't vote for him. It's not my fault. Go fuck yourself. Anyways, uh, 
We are going to bring um, uh, a guest, a friend of mine, on the show. He's a little crazy. Uh, his name is Luis. Uh, and then we're going to take uh, phone calls, and then we are going to give out my pick of the week. Um, if you haven't joined my private online poker game where we play 1-2 No Limit, 1-2 PLO every day, uh, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com, mouthpoker at yahoo.com, sign up, get $250 in chips for 200 Play with me every day. I play about an hour a day. Uh, sometimes two or three if the game, if you know, if I want to help keep the games, uh, you know, full and whatever. But uh, I play about an hour a game. They, we have a lot of fun. Mouthpokeryahoo.com. If you for info to play in my private online game, it's one two no limit one two p l o, uh, and um, that's about it. So. Uh, Let's bring on Luis. Uh, Luis, are you there? He is, but he's muted. He is, but he's muted. Well, unmute yourself, you oh, dumb motherfucker. His camera's not on. Now your camera's not on. Well, turn your fucking camera on and unmute yourself. Fucking dummy. Wait a second. Wait a second. There he is. Luis, what's up, man? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, see. What are you doing, motherfucker? Brian. Brian. Do, 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 do. Luis, Luis, what are you doing, Luis? I'm trying to use my camera, but. Uh, well, um, let's see. I'm computer fucking dumb as fuck, and you are like 20 years younger than me. And there you go. He did it. He's got it. There he there is. My man, Luis. What's going on, man? You know, not much. Not much. we uh excited to be on. Uh, yes. Excited to talk to you about uh, all the vaccine stuff, all the poker stuff. Um, so. Uh, you kicked it off with a bang. So the, bo- the bottom line is, and you tell all my listeners and viewers, is you are a day trader by day. And a D-Gen poker player by night. Is this correct? Yeah, that's that's right. Um, you know, basically every day is uh, a lot of ups and downs. You know, hopefully more ups than downs. But, uh, you know, got to gamble it up a little bit, uh, especially in the nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely gambling it up at the nighttime. That's for sure. Um, but... Um, so t- tell, tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, you uh, basically, uh, you trade during the day. You play lots and lots of poker. Um, you play in a lot of private games. Um, tell us about uh, the private game yeah. scene in uh, Chicago. Yeah, sure. So um, I got into poker probably about four years ago, um, around 2017. Uh I just went to the casino randomly one day. Um, Damn, you've only been playing four years? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've only been playing like four, four and a half years maybe. Um, And a lot of traders did have a poker background or vice versa. Somebody with a poker background went into trading. Um, But I had never really played outside of, you know, a Thanksgiving game with friends or 
whatever. So uh, I got into the scene. Uh, and then, you know, mostly in the casinos, uh, started playing 510, uh, which was kind of the highest stakes for a while at my casino. And then some 1020 games and, you know, even some 2040 games before the pandemic. Uh, then once the pandemic started, all that kind of went private, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So got into an app game, uh, which was mostly kind of Chicago regs. And uh, then what happened from there, me and Brian, uh, which is another uh, recreational uh, friend of mine, we uh, decided to run the app. And, uh, you know, the game quality was really good. Uh and then, you know, the most notable change of all was uh, this live Chicago game that uh, I'm blessed to be a part of. Uh, oh, that, so. the, 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 I'm blessed that you invited me to play. The only, I, I'm the, blessed again. <laughs> the only thing that sucked is, I, like, like the only thing I regret about my trip is that I went and played at that $40 million mansion on Lake Geneva with Phil because I missed uh, your, your game on Wednesday which I wish I would have played. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a, it's a really good game. Uh, you know, if you are disciplined and you run good, you can, well, you can make a lot of money. They had me 30,000 loser and, and I didn't win a pot for the first seven hours. And five minutes later, five minutes, literally five minutes, I was 3000 loser, uh, yeah. which is what yeah. I, which is what I ended up losing. Um, but uh, the game was um, quite special, uh, uh, and you, you were making it pretty special too. Uh, after your ass got stuck, but you know what the funny part was is you sit there and said, "Mike, I'm forty loser." Like I never even remember you losing a pot. You know, I remember like five thousand, four thousand, three thousand, a couple. Of, but I mean, yeah, I remember the one hand you got coolered on the ace king versus kings. But but uh, yeah. it just seemed it's, like uh... yeah. Big game. Yeah, it's a big game. And, and, and you, you know, if you're comfortable with the stakes and you make the necessary call downs versus some, you know, special players, yeah. uh, you know, you can, you can have a night like that. Um, and conversely, you can also have, uh, you know, a, a very big night. Uh, yeah, so, 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 like, this is it for everybody listening. This is a 10 10 20 game. Okay. 10 10 20. With a max buy-in of five thousand. Now, the only way, time the the buy-ins go could go up to ten thousand buy-in is if somebody gets forty thousand loser. Uh, yours truly, Luis, did that last week, and um, and then he got uh, the the buy-ins went up to ten. Uh, but uh, I know that's you, you ask yourself a five or ten, ten, twenty game with a five k buy-in. How big can it be? Well. Why don't you tell everybody uh, how big it yeah. can be and uh, what you won in the game? Like three, I think it was three weeks ago, a month ago. Um. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm comfortable sharing that. Oh, it's, you don't uh, need to. You don't need to. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, um, I won. You know, the a small house. Uh, yeah, small house. Yeah, in, I agree. In a game, uh, but but you know, it, it plays really big because it's often straddled, right? Like. You know, it'll be 10, 10, 20, 40, 80 a lot of the times. And uh, Hell, when I was there, it was 10, 10, 20, 40, 80, 163, 20, 60, 640. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so we you know, 5K stack is basically, you know, 10, 20 big blinds a lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, people just, you know, somebody jams 5K and you, you look down at pocket fives. I, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I was, as most of you guys know, I play pretty tight. Uh, so I'm watching this game. We're in the game for about 10 minutes and I see this 10, 20, 40, 80 straddle. Raise to 300, all in 5K, call all in 5K, call all in 5K. Me and my best friend, Ben, we're looking at each other like, what the fuck do these guys have, right? And one guy turns over ace jack, one guy turns over pocket fives, and the other guy turns over king queen. And me and Ben looked at each other like, wow, this is one heck of a game, <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, so, somehow uh, somehow I didn't beat it. but uh, No, it's a, it's a special game, and, you know, I blessed to be able to play in it and you know i you know we constantly look for you know for good players that you know good good for for the game yeah um you know you have a lot of experience uh with private games what did you think about that you know um, overall in the, in the i whole mean i love i love the venue was really nice uh we played in a garage um but it was a pimped out garage we had um two bartenders uh, that were really pretty girls and masu- what two masseuses that were also really pretty girls um, and uh, you know everybody kind of like they drank we had food uh, really nice setup and uh, you know it was an unraked game uh, and so uh, we basically uh, what we did like a like a time pot or whatever for and they we just took out for what everything cost for for everybody for, so, food, yeah. for food and drinks and and the girl and the people that do the massages and all that also so um that was uh really good uh I enjoyed it I was gonna come back next week um but then uh uh Ryan wanted me to play in l a and then I was gonna play in l a now you and Brian are gonna be playing on the hustler live stream uh monday wednesday thursday next week is that correct yeah i'm gonna try to play monday through wednesday yeah. um i'm gonna go down to columbia on thursday uh, okay yeah so if you play. haven't watched uh uh hustler live uh guy a good friend of mine ryan feldman uh, used to run live at the bike uh, now runs Hustler Live. Uh, the streams have been absolutely fantastic. Uh, the games have been amazing. Uh, as you guys know, when I was down there like three weeks ago, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then we... Uh, 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 so he's going to be playing this week or next week on Hustler Live. Uh, I might be coming down Monday. I'm, I'm leaning more towards uh, probably staying home and taking... Uh, some time off of poker. I right now uh, the thing that I'm doing more than anything is uh, I st- uh, started uh, today. Uh, actually, is uh, playing my mixed games. I haven't played a mixed game in two years. Uh, it's like riding a bike, but I'm gonna put in a lot of hours here the next 13 days uh, just playing mixed games so I can get sharp for the World Series. Uh, yeah, and you're uh, you're like one of the best in the world in mixed games. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe I. I mean, I haven't played in two years, but um, before, I, I mean, I believe I'm top twenty mixed game player in the world. No, I, I think I, I used to be probably top, probably top ten, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put myself around top twenty. And I haven't, 
I haven't played in a like I said I haven't played in a couple of years but it you know I, I, it, it's like riding a bike you know it's uh, uh, how figured, would you compare it to No Limit as far as uh, the skill edge well, difference between yeah. You Listen, know. you're going to make more money as a great no-limit hold'em player than you are in a mixed game. Because if you're a top no-limit hold'em player, you're going to steal a lot of pots. You're going to be locked in. You're going to you're going to find your spots. Um, you're going to trap people for big big amounts. Uh, in limit in the mixed games, it's it's all about small edges. So let's just play your say your you know most of the time I play three six hundred mix right. Um, you know, you're trying to win a big bet an hour. So uh, the in the mixed games, it's basically, you know, you got to make that. F- it's it, it, The pot size doesn't really mean anything if you know your beat. So there could be like raise, re-raise, re-raise, three bets on the turn. Now you bet the river and the guy raises you, right? I mean, and you just know your beat. And you don't just sit there and throw 600 in. Let's say, well, six hundred to win uh, thirteen thousand. I'm getting fifteen twenty to one. Doesn't matter, okay? I mean, if you're a hundred percent sure you're beat, you got to fold. You know, if you're fifty fifty, you got to call. I mean, I think even if you're seventy five twenty five, you got to call. You know, but right. you, you just know when you're beat. So, uh, in limit, it's about making that raise on the turn or raise on the river and getting the extra bet and making that fold on the turn or fold on the river and saving that extra bet. And that's where your edges are. So basically, you know, your edges are, are, are small. You know, you're trying to grind that one big bet an hour, which in a three, 600 game is like 600 bucks. Um, and so, uh, you, the focus is on more or less, you know, once you learn how to play the games, it's about saving a bet and maximizing a bet. And, uh, in tournament mixed games, it's really, it's not even about maximizing a bet because, you know, you don't need to make the extra one or two bets, but it's really about pot control and saving those extra bets. Uh, at least that for me. And that's why I'm, I mean, I don't want to give out too many of my secrets in, in a tournament limit, but, uh, mixed games, but, uh, that's kind of like how I play is I play uh, uh, mixed games where, uh, you know, I'll look like a deuce to seven. I'm looking to make big bluffs all the time. Even deuce to seven, no limit. Deuce to seven, triple draw. Um, there's a lot of uh, moves and a lot of things I do uh, where I mix it up a little bit. But, uh, you know, uh, Omaha eight, stud eight, things like that. It's uh, where I'm really good. What's your best game? Yeah, um, I'm a I'm the split games. I'm I'm really good at the split games because I that's all I played for like fifteen twenty years, um, so I understand so much about uh, the split games. So, I mean, I'm good at all the mixed games. I I, I play all the horse, hold them, Omaha, Raz, Stud, Stud Eight. Uh, uh, my weakest game is probably Stud because I don't maximize. Um, I'm, I, I struggle to maximize my hands. And uh, sometimes struggle to get away from hands, and st- but the, you know, stud eight, stud high is only eight hands, and nobody plays it very often. So I kind of just play even during the mixed games, and I don't even play this, the ten, the ten k stud. I played it once uh, in like the last fifteen years. You know, I just I don't like playing games where I don't feel I'm one of the best players, and and so I just don't play it. You know, like even PLO, I'm I'm gr- I'm really good in nine handed PLO. I'm even good at six handed PLO. 
you know, uh, but I'm, I suck at shorthanded PLO. So, you know, uh, I, I, I do well in the PLO events at the World Series. Uh, the 10K PLO is probably the best tournament in the world, to be honest with you. Uh, that, really? Yeah, uh, it's just such a, it's a, such a juicy field. Uh, yeah, you have a lot of great players, but the bad players are just ridiculous, the stuff they put, <laughs> they put it in with. So, yeah, I mean, the first time I ever played that, I was like chip leader with 44 people to go and some idiot put in, like me and him were like two of the top chip leaders. He wanted to play a $5 million chip uh, where he was, uh, oh, I was four and a half to one favorite. You get, you get your money in like four to over four to one favorite in PLO. Uh, it's pretty fucking good, you know. Uh, that would have that that gave me a massive chip lead with like 44 people to go. Instead, of course, the guy hits the one of, like, four outs that he had, or six outs. It was six. He had six outs, right? Four outs. Whatever it was, I had a, I had a set in an open end straight draw against uh, a bigger open end straight draw and one pair, basically. And he needed a king or an eight. The guy under the gun threw away two kings and an eight, and I had an eight in my hand. So, yeah, it was. He had four outs. He had two kings and two eights to hit. So, uh, and so to get, um, it was like a million, 1.1 million chip pot. There was only 9 million in chips in play, by the way. So 1.1 million chip pot with 43 to go with only 9 million in play. Give you an idea of where I'd be in that tournament. And he had four outs and uh, somehow he hit it. And uh, that was, I never, never, that was 20, that was 2016. I'll never forget it because I took the chair and threw it across the fucking room and I went nuts because I, I had owed a lot of money and I was, I mean, any, even if you made the final table, you were guaranteed like 150000 right? And so uh, I owed a lot of money and, you know, I needed that tournament badly and uh, a lot of things that happened in my life the next year and a half wouldn't have happened if that motherfucker didn't hit the four-outer. And uh, security came up to me and they threatened to kick me out and then you know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty good friends with the people who run the World Series and they kind of let me go but yeah it was, I went crazy I threw, literally threw the fucking chair across the fucking room <laughs> I was pissed because I was playing so, for, my, for my life so, so Mike uh, you know we talked about this the other day um, mm-hmm. you know about like down swings and stuff like that you know how did you go from you know being almost broke in 2016 or whatever to climbing back out and and you know like these private games that we play uh we're obviously playing with you know some really special yeah. players um well you know that make it- you know it's a good question you know I, I mean i worked hard uh and because i'm in pain all the time uh you know a lot of times it's very hard uh but you know i put in the work i i um i really you know i I did well in the 2019 World Series, uh, finished off really strong with a uh, top 200 finish in the main and a, uh, a fourth-place finish in the stud eight where I had the chip lead going into the final day and lost a 3.3 million chip pot where I was 97.3%. Uh, uh, and there was only uh, uh, 8 million in play. So, I mean, that was just ridiculous. And so that cost me that tournament. But um, uh, you know, no matter how, how no matter how good you play, you got to get lucky at a final table. I mean, if you don't run good at luck at final table, you ain't never gonna win. 
So that got kind of got me started uh, on my way back. And uh, uh, this time, instead of like my whole life, I'd, I'd always make a big some scores and then just pay out to everybody like most of my money. And then I'd lose two days in a row and I'd go broke again. So I just decided this time that uh, I'm not going to pay anybody anything until I'm on my feet. And I, I took that money and I parlayed it into uh, making a lot of money. COVID came. Uh, the COVID games were great. Uh, and I did really well. And I, I paid off most of what I owe. I, I owe very little right now. I owe, I literally, I mean, I owe less than like 200000 I mean, substantially less, actually. And so, uh, and I'm doing well. And uh, I just, you know, pay people off when I win. You know what I mean? I'm just... I, uh, I I decided to put myself first instead of put everyone else first, and uh, and it's worked out well. And um, and people aren't complaining because they get they get big chunks of money. I, I don't like when I owe somebody thirty thousand, giving them five hundred or a thousand. They're like, oh, you give me a thousand. I don't like doing that. I like handing them a big uh-huh. chunk. You know what I'm saying? So uh, sure. you know, so I'm almost out of debt now, and uh, I'm doing well. You know, um, so sure. I, and you're also selling, uh, uh, yeah. So the Eustick uh, package, right? Uh, yeah. So what? So uh, basically, you know, um, uh, and for people out there that that don't know, so uh, I'm playing. I got I got this list in front of me. I'm playing the 25k horse. Okay, so that's one. Now I'm playing the 10k 08, 10k limit hold'em, 10k dealer's choice. Uh, dealer's choice is all the games you get to pick them. I play all the games well. Uh, I final tabled it two years ago. It's one of the best, hardest tournaments, but one of the best tournaments you could play in. I'm playing the 10K Horse, the 10K PLO 8, which is probably my best game, uh, 10K No Limit Deuce, 10K Deuce to 7 Limit, uh, uh, the 10K Pot Limit Omaha that I was just talking about, uh, the main event, the 10K Stud 8, 10K Raz, and 10K or 10K Six-Handed No Limit Hold'em, which will be a tough event. Now, so I'm playing, uh, I'm also playing the 5K Freeze Out and possibly, if we're doing well, the 50K Poker Players Championship. So I'm playing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 events of 10K or higher. Uh, but what I've done is, uh, you know, I've tra- charged a little bit markup, uh, a little bit more markup than most people do, but I don't care because I win every year at the World Series. And if people want to cry about an extra couple hundred bucks, they could go suck a dick. Uh, I mean, they're playing, they, they pay 250000 for a fucking crypto punk that I wouldn't pay $2.50 for. So, and then they want to cry about markup, an extra 100 or 200 bucks. So they could all go suck it. Um, uh, and I promise, you heard it from me now. These fucking NFTs and crypto punk bullshit, they're going to be worth pennies in like a year. I mean, I don't even know w- w- what they're even buying. They buy something that, that looks like, uh, well, here, this is what it looks like. Uh, give me a pen, somebody. It looks like a fucking stick figure. You know what I mean? I mean, literally, I was going to draw I was gonna draw my own pick crypto punk today. Uh, we can sell it. Yeah, we can. Why don't you go look? Go look on the, in my room and see if you can find that pen. We could draw our own crypto punk today, and we could see if we can see if we can uh, get somebody to pay like uh, two hundred fifty thousand for it today, because uh, that's what's. Uh, I don't even understand it. I doesn't. It doesn't even make any sense to me. So, uh, but what I've done is I've pe- I've 
I've uh, pieced them all together with um, anywhere from 3K to my $1,500 tournaments. Actually, I got the 25K piece with the 5K. So if you buy any, I'm selling 50% of myself in the 25K. Let's just say you buy 5%, you'll have 2.5% of me in the 5K, no limit. Uh, That's the biggest one. The rest of them, uh, you get, I'm giving 25% of all my 1500s, uh, 2000s, 2500, 3000s, all uh, for free for buying a piece in my bigger events. Um, and the people, it's funny, it's, it's like people are like, oh, look at Mike, he's selling, he's selling half myself. Whatever. That's a fucking pot. That's a fucking, you brought out my fucking pipe. Hey, man, we can hit this up. I guess that don't fucking work. Yeah, so let's, uh, what we're going to do together while we're on here is we're going to write a CryptoPunk. Here it is. Ready? There it is, everybody. Here it is. Ready, everybody? Let's see. Okay. There it is, everybody. This is our new CryptoPunk. 250,000 is the going bid. Anybody want to bid on my CryptoPunk? It's actually a piece of paper, but it looks like the CryptoPunk that they're selling. Uh, the opening bid is 250. We're looking to get about 5.1 million for this. Uh, it's your own Mike Mattiso special uh, stick figure. CryptoPunk, the first one. And there's only one available. So just think... If you bid for 250000 now, hopefully we'll get it up to 5.2 fucking million. You could have the one and only Mike Mattiso stick figure crypto punk. That's what they're fucking selling. This is what they're giving. This is what they're buying on fucking the internet. I mean, are these fucking people crazy? This is the one and only. There's only one of these. Do you guys understand that? They're not eight or nine. This is rare. $250,000 is the opening bid. Go fuck yourself. These people are crazy. They're crazy. They're fucking crazy. It doesn't even make sense. I saw some ape that looks like something a little two-year-old could draw, and it sold for $2.8 fucking million, right? It's like it's it's like this stupid looking ape with blinking looking eyes, and I'm watching the poker players drool over it. They're like, "Oh, that's really cool. I might want to buy that." And I'm just like, "You dumb motherfucker!" You know, it's like they're like, "Well, people buy art for like." Th- I mean, they sold a crypto punk for more than the Mona Lisa sold for recently. I'm just thinking, well, these people. I mean, do they just have a? All these fucking crypto millionaires just don't give a fuck and they have unlimited money. I don't even... This whole NFT crypto thing is bullshit. Yeah, I agree with this guy here. NFT is a scam, but crypto in general is not. I agree. I agree. Uh, Most crypto is... There's a lot of bad coins out there, you know, uh, but overall, um, you know... uh, Mike, uh, what'd you say? Do I get a bonus for the home game? Uh... Yeah, oh, you know, that's what I should do. Uh, I should give away uh, bonuses to the home game for people who buy a piece of me in the... Uh, that's a good idea. He's right. So, like, uh, people who buy a piece of me 
in the um, uh, like in the 10K if they buy one percent, and we'll give them a, an extra fucking hundred dollars on my home game. Yeah, I mean we'll do that starting uh, this week. Good idea. Uh, so um, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm also for everybody listening here. Uh, right before the World Series starts next week, next Friday, uh, we are going to have a giveaway. I don't know if you guys remember, but in 2019, we gave away 1% uh, for free to seven of my 10K events. And we did trivia with uh, my uh, Blockers for Dummies video. Uh, and we're going to do trivia again next Friday. And uh, we're going to give... 1% away to eh, probably five of my 10Ks. Maybe, maybe I might, if I'm generous, I might go to seven, eight, or nine, or two. Who knows? I might give 1% to all of them. Depends how, how, how I feel. So, uh, uh, so next Friday, uh, check in. Uh, we'll be giving 1% to my 10Ks uh, for people who answer some trivia. Uh, we're going to have some good trivia questions set up. So uh, we'll be doing that on Friday. Uh, so going awesome. back to you, Luis. Uh, Luis, is, uh, Luis plays in my home game. Uh, not my private home game, but our online app home game. Uh, he's been playing with us for two months now? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Two months now. And uh, how I mean, uh, you're down a small amount because of, of your grenade the other day, right? Yeah, it's 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 close. Um, you know, I got into some uh, pretty big pots. Uh, we played. You and I played a sixty k pot. Yeah. Uh, uh, so th- I don't know if you guys remember, but I think I told you about a sixty k pot I won about uh, three four weeks ago. This is the guy I beat. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna take that game for seven hundred thousand. Oh, I'm sure you uh, will. I mean, <laughs> um, but but no. So I've been playing that game for a couple months. Uh, I don't know how much of details I can go into in that game. Yeah, but, yeah um, we don't talk much about it. We just, you know, you yeah. play just you know you talk about playing in it and how you you know what you think of it and uh, yeah. So so the game is obviously uh, really really good. Um, a lot of good action, uh, really big also, which uh, kind of stimulates, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of egos involved when people are stuck. I'm not saying I'm immune to that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, um, there's a lot of, players. there's a lot of 20, 30, $40,000 pots in an online 10, yeah. 20, 40 game. Um, and uh, you know the game is listen the game's good, but uh, you know it's not it's not where it was months ago. Um, you know uh, it was really good when we were in Chicago. Uh, I brought got somebody back in the game that was real good for the game, uh, and then we have uh, you know but, but you know it's it, it's good and it's uh, it, it's hit or miss. You know it's there's days where it's real tough. You know and we have to grind for three four hours, but you know. Uh, Sometimes you know the whole key is you got to you got to start bad games to get good games sometimes, and yeah. uh, you know it's not fun like you know playing with Ben you uh, you know just people you know people are on there playing good but you know the, usually after three four hours uh, who's ever stuck 
you know, loses their fucking minds. And, uh, <clears throat> and you're good at doing that yourself. And, uh, and then we, uh, you know, we enjoy ourselves. So, you know, we're playing only three. We're, we've lowered it now because uh, the game got a little bit weak a few days. So we've, we made it three days a week. But, um, you know, still everybody's been playing five days a week, even though we changed the rules to three days a week. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, I like yeah. the fact, you know, that in the game, like, you know, even if I'm winning in the game or something, right, even if I, like, have an edge or whatever, like, mm. uh, it's still – people act in a way that they still give action, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, and I think that's the essence of a private game. Uh, that's what makes it so different from a casino is that there's, there's this element of – uh, of how to play, um, especially as like a pro player, um, that you you know you have to give some, some action so that the discretionary players who might do something else during the day uh, yeah. that they want to play, right? Or that they feel like they have. A you chance. have to give some action. Me, I just fucking play like a fucking. Nerd, <laughs> okay, I mean, but yeah. I guess, the truth of the matter is though is. No, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. So ever you know, I mean, everybody knows I play pretty tight. But but like when I start rolling and I start winning some hands and I get a little confidence going, I mean, I use my image well. I mean, I yeah. I I I rob as many I mean, if not more pots than anybody. But you know, yeah. uh, we me and Luis have a little bit different style. Luis likes to play a lot more pots. Uh, which is fine, I lo- but you know, but he gets paid. So you know, when he gets hot, he gets paid. Um, and uh, they don't. The biggest problem that people have against players like Luis is they they see him when he's drinking. <laughs> it's kind of, they see you when you're drinking. They see you when you're stuck. They see. I'm singing Santa Claus to you. Anyways, but. Uh, and so then they don't even. One of the biggest problems with poker players is they their, their awareness is so poor. So um, they yeah, they don't they don't see that the fact like you know where most of the time you'll say oh that guy stuck fifteen thousand he's he must be playing bad which I'd have to say eighty percent of the time is is a true st- statement uh, but sometimes um, kind of like when you. Uh, put 13,000 in with Ace King last week. And I said, oh, that person's playing pretty good, even though they're stuck. And you were like, shit, why didn't you just aware? And you were, you had a couple of drinks in you anyways, but, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, but you're aware most of the time, but sometimes, you know, if you're not, a lot of people aren't aware. And, you know, I've watched people in our game just stick in 15,000 where I know the other guy, what the, what he has. And so awareness in poker is, is so important. It's so easy to play with people that are, you know, that, that normally get stuck and go on tilt, you know, um, you know, we have, I'm not naming any names, but you know, there's like three of them in our game, four of them. And, um, and so you see them stuck. You're like, you, you make these big calls because you think they're stuck, but sometimes they're playing well. And, uh, and that ends up being a mistake. Uh, and everybody does it, not just you. Uh, I mean, I've done it, uh, but me personally, I try and keep my awareness of who's stuck and who's playing bad, uh, or who's stuck and who's tilted. And and most people go on tilt for very short amount of times. I mean, 
but you you tilt for five minutes online i mean it's that's twenty thirty thousand i mean so yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, you, you know like you know i don't i don't want to you know, you know like like the other day when you know you you took a big loss and you know and i asked you what happened i was just you were barely stuck five minutes ago and then you admitted to me i don't know why but i fucking tilted and uh you know uh listen i've tilted a million times and then i don't think there's anything more i don't think there's anything harder to go to sleep over than when you know you gave away money yourself you you agree with that yeah i would agree with that um you know and especially when like when you're already blessed to be playing such a good game to begin with yeah and uh you know and then um you know, I don't know if you find this, but like, I find an element of like entitlement tilt. You just like, you just expect to win, uh, like every time, right? Especially if you're playing like a really good game, mm-hmm. uh, where you know, like, you think you you have an edge, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then like you you lose or stuff doesn't go your way, and it can lead to, and, you know, and people tilt in different ways. Like, you know, you might tilt by just calling down people more often where I might tilt as by just like piling an ace king for 300 big blinds, Yeah. you know, versus any four bet, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, I think that's the, that's the toughest part is, is the entitlement tilt where, you know, in poker, like even if you're crushing the game, you're still going to lose 35, 40, 45% of sessions. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just got to be okay with that. And, and it's harder to be okay with that when you're in such a sick game, right? It's like, you know, if your final table uh, at, at WSOP with a bunch of bad players and then you tilt half your stack, that's going to piss you off a lot more than if you do it, you know, in a, okay. a high roller with a bunch of robots, right? Where it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. you know, maybe they're all better than me anyway. Yeah. You know? You know, no, I, I, yeah, you're right. You know, when you went, I, I hate playing against the fucking robots. I think they're all a fucking joke. Uh, and, uh, and, and listen, do, do the, do the GTO players, are, are there a lot of good ones? Yeah. But, but I mean, Phil Helmuth exposed all the mother motherfuckers for, you know, you know, listen, you play, if the, just remember the GTO players, they play the same at all times. So once you know exactly what they're doing, they're, to me, it's pretty easy to expose. You just do opposite of whatever they're taught to do against a certain bet size. You just you just change the bet size to different. You just do whatever the the you know basic GTO tells you to do it, and you go opposite of, and you and you throw them for a loop. You know when they raise in late position, and you just slot them in the big blind with aces. Uh, and then they're like, well, he didn't three bet me. He can't have this. So I can bet this and I can bet, you know, and so you just change it up. And, uh, but then sometimes you just three bet them with dog shit, whatever, you know, you just go opposite of whatever the GTO system says. And, you know, I, I actually like playing with those robots. I think they're pretty easy to play against. But people say to me, well, they're so easy. Why don't you play in the, the big poker masters or the U S poker open? Oh, so I should sit there and put up ten thousand or twenty five thousand to play with seventeen people because I think I'm I know what I'm doing. No, I don't. I don't play dick measuring contest. I I play in games like me and you play in, buddy, like our online game or your home. Right. Game. right. What do you think? Um, you, you know, and we talked about this the other day a little bit. Like, what do you think the 
future of private games is? Like, how important do you think that private games are for like, well, you know, I mean, sustainable win rates? I mean, that's uh, that's a good question. You know, I, I I'm gonna say, uh, you know, it's kind of like somebody told me many years ago, right? Uh, it was actually Steve Zolotov that told me this. He said, the people who golf, it isn't about how good you are as a golfer, it's how good you are as lying about your handicap. And I started laughing. I'm like, what, what? He goes, the people who can hide their handicap and sit there and say, I'm a four handicap when they're a two handicap, and then they get people to golf for 10,000 or 20,000 a hole or whatever they fucking are, you know, they win the money, right? Well, I'm gonna apply that to private games, right? Is they've taken most of the fish out of the casinos and they've put them in private games. And so the key to winning at poker it now isn't how good you are. It's how good you are at marketing yourself to get yourself into private games. Um, Which again, that applies to kind of like the golf uh, handicap situation. Um, If you're, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I have a big name and uh, a lot of fish want to play with me, just as they said, they play with Mike Mattiso. So that gets me into the game, even though I'm a fucking tight knit, okay? Um, People like you, okay? And again, not to knock you in any way, you get to play in the private games because you give these, these bad players a lot of action, even though you're much better than them, uh, which is... If listen, if I had to give them the bad action, if I had to give these players lots of action to stay in the game, don't worry, I would give action. You know, I would be like uh, the guy Freddie in our, in, our, in the game. You know, the other day right. that you said it's the best player in the game, right? right? And the first, you know, the first hour he was just blasting five thousand five. You know, trying to get <laughs> and he got everyone gambling. He got like forty k winner. Then gave it back, and then I noticed. See, I thought at first that this guy was like the yum yum of the game, but then I noticed that once he started sobering up a little bit, that he was one of the best players. And as you end up telling me, he was probably the best player in the game. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know, that's where it comes down to. You know, when you get you get people in the game that, and what people don't understand is people. There's a lot of people who have a lot of fucking money. And they just play for fun. And when they're just right. putting in, they're just f- putting in 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, right? You're like, oh man, this guy's great, right? But you also, you also got to tell yourself, boy, I wish I was that guy. Because anybody that could afford to just play poker like that, you know, they, they have unlimited money. I'd rather be them than a guy like me or you trying to grind uh, 10 or 20,000 a week, <laughs> you know, or whatever we're trying to grind, you know, to, I want to, I want to be the guy that's just auto putting in the 5,000 with the fucking, yeah, sure. with the 10, eight offsuit, every fucking hand, you know, <laughs> I, I want to be that guy, you know, I want to be no, that guy, you know? And I, I, I've, I've said this for many a years, like even, even, you know, when I played the big mix games and we'd get a live one that sits down, right. And they, everybody gets so excited. And I look at them and say, you think that guy's a fish? I said, I'd fucking spend, yeah, I I trade places with that guy any day. I mean, any guy that can sit down and blow ten or twenty thousand in a poker game day after day and laugh about it. I mean, I want to be that guy. I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy like me trying to trying to pay bills and put 
money on the table, you know, it's like, right. I just tell people that all the time. So, you know, it's just, yeah, no, I think you, um, you know, I think you hit it right in the head and, and, and I think you could, uh, you know, I joked around with uh, a friend of mine who's a pro here in Chicago, um, that you could give a class on to other pros on how to, uh, uh, how to thrive in this private game environment. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think, uh, I think the celebrity thing, uh, you know, you're playing with Mike Mattisaw in a big game, like that wears off pretty quickly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're just, you know, to, to me, you're just Mike, you know, yeah. you're just, you're just some dude, right? Yeah. Um, but well, we have a lot, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, yeah. fun playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a lot of fun. Um, but I think the fact that you, you're aware of everything, you're really aware of your image, you're aware of like, um, you know, of your banter, you needle people, but you don't go too far. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that makes it a fun environment, right? Like, even if, like, even if I fold jacks to your three bet, uh, you know, hypothetically, not not saying I did, but I did. I folded uh, jacks to your four bet and you showed me seven, six. That's my that's, own that's fucking true. fault. Your fucking ass was stuck and I should have fucking... No, I was, I was not stuck at that point. You were uh, were 7,000 stuck. You weren't uh, buried at that point, Yeah, which is nothing. But sometimes, I mean, sometimes 7,000 stuck for you is like 30. You go crazy, you know, but you know, most of the time, it's, it's, most of the time I got to, we got to break you through about the $15,000 fucking uh, threshold. Once, Once it's 15 or 20, uh, Luis has to keep himself from going crazy. But um, listen, the truth of the matter is I brought Luis on the show today because I'm not going to lie. He's literally one of the top five funniest guys I've ever played poker with. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he's just like anybody else. But like most of the time he gets stuck. He don't give a fuck. He just plays his music, laughs, talks shit to everybody in the game. And we have a lot of fun, you know. But Brian told me, he said, "Eh, you notice when he gets real quiet, that's him getting silently fucking upset, right? And so he told me to look for that. And then so when we were playing in the oh. live game, she, he texts me. He goes, look, look, see how, see how quiet Louise is getting? He's getting pissed. <laughs> He's getting pissed, right? And so, yeah, you, you, you know, you, I didn't see that side of you for, for a while. And then I did kind of note, well, Brian pointed it out to me that uh, when you get stuck, you get a little aggravated and you get a little quiet in the live game. But... On the online game, you really don't. You just, well, just kind of fun. Yeah, the thing about it, though, Mike, and I, I think you'll agree, is like, you know, it, it's really more frustrating if you think that money's just gone forever, right? Right. Like, if you, like, 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 I'm not scared to run a bluff for 30K into a 20K pot on the river, right? right. Like, if I think it's, a, if, if, you know, if I think it's a good spot, I'm just going to run, right? And I'm, you know, like, Sure, I might get tilted at the results if they don't go my way. It's not going to be too upsetting. Uh, but it's more frustrating when you feel like that money is just gone, right? It's like uh, like if you're in a game that you think you shouldn't be in or, or, or if you're like, you know, the session's about to end and you're trying to get even on the session or like, you know, like whatever your goal is and like you realize like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to, to get there that's a lot more frustrating. And, and for me, like, um, you know, I've just like ran good period. Like, I'm not just talking about like in poker necessarily, just like in life. Um, like I just ran good, you know, like I'm just like blessed. And so 
uh, in like a lot of ways. And so like, I keep that perspective in mind, um, not just when I play poker, but just kind of when I do anything, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and that certainly helps, right? Like it's, I find it really odd when people just change their whole mood and personality just based on like short-term variants or oh, yeah. whatever. I mean, I, I can't stand that either. And, 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 and I, listen, I tell people all the time, your <laughs> egos will make you, cards will break you, stay humble, right? And right. It's, it's like one of my mantras that I have because, you know, I mean, you, you, you didn't know me then, but I mean, I had the biggest ego in poker fucking. Did I tell, see it? I mean, <laughs> I, up until they cheated me on UB in 2007, 2008, I was, I was a monster no limit holding player. I mean, I had no fear. I didn't give a fuck, right? You know, right. You, you make mistakes, you get older, and you, you know, you, you, you try and, fix the mistakes you made and and i'm a lot more careful now i don't i don't want to go broke again i don't want to put myself in a position where i owe everybody money and you know i i mean i still have a, a injured disc that might need to be operated on and and if i have to do that again and i have to be down for like eight months you know i gotta i gotta make sure i got money put away you know and um you know last time when the when that injury when i had to do my you know i went through oh, like a million and a half dollars because i I was I tried to play through it while I was recuperating, which was a big mistake, and my bills were like thirty thousand a month, and so I went through a lot of money, you know. And uh, now I, you know, I've, I've got my bills down to about mm, sixty five hundred a month, sometimes seven, and I, um, you know, I'm able to, uh, you know, play in a comfortable enough game to, you know, just live pretty comfortable. So. You, know, you you got, you learn from your mistakes and and you try and become a better person and uh you know that's what I've done and uh do am I glad that I don't have the ego anymore yeah you know but in poker you know you got to have some ego and if you don't have some you're in trouble uh and uh my ego got real big um before I had the losing streak and I was I felt I was the best player in the game I I was playing with no fear I was just uh, you know, what happened was is I got, they started not paying me off cause I got tight. And so then I opened up my game and the next thing you know, I'm opening up my game, running big, big bluffs. And, uh, most of the time, uh, they would work, but somehow they'd hit the card that they needed on the river in the middle of a big bluff. And then the next thing you know, I'm going through like 30, like 30, 40, 50,000. And, um, and so I, I kind of lost focus, kind of lost sight for a while. Uh, like I, like during that losing streak of one hundred thirty thousand, I know I gave away fifty thousand of it, you know. Right. And now I've won back around seventy. And so, so the truth of the matter is, if I would have played great, uh, I'd be. I think I'd be down five thousand for the last six weeks instead of still down like, like sixty. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of that losing streak's my fault, but. That happens when you start losing. You don't. You're like, oh, he can't really have it again. Oh, he can't really have it again, right? You're, right. You got aces, you got kings, and you're getting and you're check calling the turn. Uh, you know the board's nine, ten, jack, and you got kings and then deuce on the turn and three on the river, and you know you block a straight, and the next thing you know, and the guy called a huge three bet with jack ten, and you get fucked, you know, but. That, that that happens every day, but it's it's not just about that. It's it's about 
you know, all that happening over and over. Like I had a stretch where I lost aces or kings like 29 out of 33 times, which is just ridiculous, you know. And uh, I found myself, then I, uh, I flopped, finally flopped a couple sets. I ran into a bigger set. And, and again, almost every time I knew I was beat, but I couldn't right. get away from the hand uh, a lot of time once the losing streak started because you don't believe that, oh, my God, my aces, my kings are, are beat again. You know what I mean? Right. So um, I think that the, 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 the moral of the story is like, you know, when you run bad, follow your instincts. And uh, I stopped following my instincts, and that that's how that losing streak got so much bigger. And, uh, you know, even, like, I was talking to Phil yesterday. I, I was like, I don't like my poker game, right? He goes, what, what, what's the matter? I go, I'm playing too tight, and I'm playing scared. And you know what Phil Hellman said to me? He goes, I made all my money playing tight and scared, you know? And the truth of the matter is, is tight is right. Most My ROI the is the best ROI in history. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> that's funny. Man. And, uh, but, um, you know, uh, but I said, yeah, Phil, but, you know, there's so many spots where I just always pick up the pot or I always raise the turn and I'm not doing that. He's like, so what? He goes, you had a bad losing streak. You wanted to tighten up to, I told you to tighten up to get yourself confidence back. He goes, you, you, don't worry, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to start making those moves again. He goes, just, just you know, maybe you're, you're just not ready to right now, you know. So, you know, I, going into the World Series here, I, I got 13 days to really get sharp. Uh, I feel my no-limit game is, I'm going to go ahead and, and say a year ago, April, May. So we're talking 15 months ago. I felt it was the best it had ever been in my life, even better than 2005 when I crushed. And I was really playing at a really high level. I got in the zone, I ran good, and uh, I was real happy. Um, now, I, I really think my no-limit hold'em game on a scale of one to 10, and, and I'm, I might, might be better. You know, I might be low when I say this, but I've got myself around a six um, because I'm just not pulling triggers and I'm not following my reads on big calls. Like, like, uh, my instincts tell me something and I, I just, uh, when somebody just moves in on me for 9,000 and I got a thousand in the pot and I'm just like, I know I'm good, but I, and then I start telling myself, find a better spot, you know, instead of just call and win the 9,000, you know? So I feel like that's where I'm really struggling a little bit right now is, and again, it's not the worst mistake. You know, if your mistakes, and no limit hold them is because you're playing too tight. You know, that's, that's, I, you know, I'd rather be doing that than spooing and giving away your money. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, that, that, that's just the only, that, that's where I feel my no limit game is going into the world series right now around a six. Uh, but if you, if you look at all the, the tournaments I'm playing, I'm playing, uh, I think three no limit hold them tournaments out of 30. So, uh, you know, wow. and I, I might play more. We'll see. Uh, you know, I want to see how it goes here in the next couple of weeks. I'm, uh, I just uh, started playing my mixed game starting uh, yesterday. And uh, so I'll be playing mixed games pretty much every day. You probably won't see me much on the app here the next couple of weeks because I really want to get my mixed game sharp. Um, the only thing, you know, let me tell you something. The thing about mixed games is it's like riding a bike. Once you learn how to play all the games, you know, after, it should be, Honestly, I think within a week's time of putting in two, three hours a day, 
I'll be really sharp. I, I I'll I'll be sharp for the World Series of the mixed games. I yeah, people don't people look at me as a no limit hold'em player. They but I've made all my money up until the last two years playing mixed games. I just played right. three six hundred, four eight hundred mixed games and I made shit anywhere from three hundred to a million a year every year for I don't even know how many years straight. You know, right. the reason why I was down and out is because I'm, I used to have a sports betting habit, which I got rid of about four years ago. Now, yeah. you know, I like to joke or you like to joke around with me like, well, you got rid of your sports betting habit, Mike. Why'd you bet 500 on this game? Why'd you bet a thousand on this game? And my answer, <laughs> my answer is, well, I still make a $500 or a thousand dollar bet like once a week or something. If I like a game, you know, but people, you know, people follow me forever. They, I mean, I used to bet 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 on, I mean, I, I, I used to bet 10,000 a game every first half, every second half, every total, every side, you know? So, and I look back at that, like, I mean, I look back at a lot of mistakes I've made and I, and I say to myself, did I really do that? You know, was I really like that? And the truth of the matter is, is I was, and, and I, you know, it didn't really change until, you know, like three years ago. So, uh, uh, so that was a, you know, you know, whatever. I mean, like I bet a thousand bucks on, uh, on the Raiders plus four on Monday night, you know, and, uh, all that crazy ending. I was thinking to myself, if I lose this game, boy, they might never get a thousand out of me again. You know? So, I mean, that's the first football game. That's the only football game I bet. Uh, and I probably won't bet any this week. I, I am, I am leaning towards a couple games. I like that. I'm going to put out of my hand of the week. Uh, as soon as we're done, uh, but um, you know, that's uh, what's going on with that. What's that? I went ahead and opened up the lines just so people. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Luis, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines, uh, sure. and we're going to take questions uh, from uh, anybody who calls in and uh, wants to talk to me or you. Uh, a lot of people out there don't know who Luis is. Uh, he's uh, he's a really good poker player, and he's a good day trader. Uh, and you can ask him anything uh, you really want. So uh, let's uh, light up the lines. They're open. They're open? Yep. Where's our music? Oh, you want that? Yeah, I want it. Right. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call in segment will be live. 702 329 0480. We got a caller. What up? What up? Welcome to the Mouthpiece. Yo, what up, Mike? What up? Uh, Jacob in LA. What up, Jacob? How's it going, man? Welcome to the show. Good, good. I just wanted to talk to you about NFTs. I know you're trash, but you know, in the the new um, with the new economy coming, everything's going to be digital. You know, they don't want us to own anything, and uh, the value is going to be on you know digital items. Well, you know what I mean, I mean that's what they're bullshit. saying. That's what they're saying. Okay, but if you yeah. think in any way that our government 
is going to let you buy all these digital things for a ridiculous amount of money and all the cryptocurrencies where they're laundering billions, not millions, billions of dollars, then you're just stupid. Okay. We live in a, we live in a country right now of that's being run by communists. Okay. I mean, Joe Biden, who's ever, who's ever running Joe Biden because Joe Biden ain't running them. They're communists. Okay. They just put out a thing last week or two days ago that they were, they're going to start checking people's bank records for any transactions of cash over $600. Okay. This is what the communists want to do. And if, so if you think with the NFTs there and, and with the cryptocurrency that they're not, going to come in and take their fucking they're coming you know they're coming they're not going to i just that's just my opinion what is your opinion on that you're right you're right mike you're right yeah i mean they're going to take everything you know because they want us to own nothing and rent everything correct you know what i mean yeah no they don't want they want to control your that's what COVID is COVID is a hundred percent political right now they want to take away your rights they want to take away your uh, ability to make money like if you're if if a place has over a hundred employees if they mandate they're mandatory vaccinating or they're threatening to close down people's businesses i mean this is america this isn't fucking communist china but they voted for the fucking socialists they voted for the communists all these people that voted that have businesses i fucking hope they lose them all all the people that voted on the other side Mm, I will. I, I'm like Dave Portnoy. I, I want to reach out and, and and donate fifty thousand to help keep their businesses going. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, you know all the people that voted. The, you know they knew they 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 were like, oh well, Trump has mean tweets. He's so mean. Oh go go. You know, but his policies were great. You know, the, and I say it again. I'll say it on the show. Name me one policy. One policy that the Democrats have put out that's good, and I will give you a thousand dollars. Okay, fucking zero. None of them are good. There's none. There's none. Okay, so like what? So what are they voting for? They're voting for the media telling you that oh oh the Republicans are racist. They're Nazis. They're racist. If you're if you don't vote for us, you're voting against equality. You're voting against black people. You're voting for Nazis. Well, that's all. That's all they're running on. They're running on racist, racist, racist. Gay, transgender, gay, racist, racist, racist. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's that's all they're running on. So, you but know. you know, the funny thing is, is this is what they're going to promote. So you know how Antifa is anti-fascist. Yes, they're the ones that are actually the fascists. Uh, they are the fascists. That's what I said. Yeah. Just and yeah. Just like in Germany. You know, they had, uh, you know, the useful idiots, right? Yeah. yeah. All the people that back them are going to get slaughtered. They are coming after them. You know, Listen, it's going to be a race. People country. are not following their history. They're not reading books. Exactly. They're not reading. People should go out and buy The Fall of the Third Reich, okay? And then they'll learn something about what's going on right now in America, okay? It's But, but Mike. Also, this is the natural cause of a republic if the the men don't stand up. No, I agree. You know? And we and as you know, that's why the fucking left is trying to sissify men, you know, male feminization and and anti uh, testosterone and and uh, toxic masculinity and all that bullshit. 
You know what I'm saying? So uh, they, they're trying oh, yeah. to do that on purpose. But I agree with you. If like what's going on in this country with I mean, what's going on in Australia is way worse. But what's going on in this country yeah. with this COVID laws is if people don't stand up for our rights, we're, there is going to be no rights left and there is going to be no USA left. It's going to be run by communist fascists. And uh, that's the truth. You know, there's, there's no other way to yeah. look at it. You know, it's just it is what Thank it is. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, man. I appreciate the call. All right. Bye. Later. So, uh, anyway, 702-329-0480. 702-329-0480. Uh, you want to talk with me or Luis? Do you want to talk day trading? Talk whatever you want to ask us. We're here. Hello? Oh, welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. Hey, Mike. How are it's you doing? Chris here. How are you? Hey, who's this? It's Chris. Oh, Chris, what's up, bud? How's it going? Not much. I spoke to you maybe six months ago, and um, I'm the guy that had the. I called with eight high and won the pot. Oh, I, I, I remember you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you totally believed me, but I was a little bit uh, out of sorts that night. But Well, I don't know. I mean, uh Back in the day when I was really good, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Scotty Wynn fucking four bet me on the fucking turn where the board was five, eight deuce on the board. And I three, right. I three bet him with Jack fucking queen of spades. I had a flush draw and he four bet me and then he bet the river and I just called him. I thought he had seven, six and he had seven, six, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, good know, call, you know, but that was, that was back when I actually, uh, knew what everybody had every hand. No, I still do. I, I, I listen, if I'm playing live, I, I, I pretty much, but I, 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 the thing is, is now people are pretty good. I, I'm not looking to make those, uh, those, uh, crazy calls anymore because, right. um, it, it's just, it's just not what it's just, there's too many good spots. You know what I mean? But back in the day yeah. when everybody was bad, it was pretty easy to make those, those really loose calls and be right. So, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, hey, so I was checking out the W um, SOP, and you know, it goes through that you have to be vaxxed and all that. Mm-hmm. And then part of it's like if you get COVID, you have to follow the COVID rules, right? Right. Which is basically like, like, uh, don't come anymore, right? Yeah. Well, the truth of the matter is, how's is, that, how's that going to work? Like, well, are people going to be popping signs? This is going to be a COVID infested disaster okay because people are being lied to and i ask everybody who listens to the show uh to go out and look on your own just go see what's happening in israel okay they're 80 percent vaxxed everybody over 12 and the hospitals are full with 60 percent are fully vaxxed in the hospitals okay so delta variant and all these new variants okay are not stopped by the vaccine the vaccine stopped COVID number one that we had through June 2nd of this year, the vaccines do nothing for the new variant. So by putting mandatory vax is criminal. And what they're they're doing uh, now, I, I had a long talk with Ty Stewart. He explained to me why he did it and why they're, you know, and, and I talked to it, I talked about it on the, on the show last uh, two weeks ago. Um, but, uh, and he made a lot of sense. You know, it was either that or no World Series. Uh, mm-hmm. So, 
but let's be honest. It's like I, I listen. We, me and Ty Stewart, we've talked for three hours on the phone. We've had many a text back and forth, and and I told him straight out, fifty percent of everybody at the World Series are gonna get COVID. Right? That's just that's just what it yeah. is. The 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 Delta variants only protected by 51 percent with Pfizer, sixty six percent J and J, seventy two percent Moderna, but ninety percent of the people have Pfizer. So you are going to lucky for me. I've had COVID already, and I'm fully vaxxed, so I'm like like thirteen times less likely to get COVID again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going in there. I'm not worried, but it's going to be funny. All these people who are pushing for vaccine mandates and, oh, yeah, it's so great. The World Series mandatory vax. Yeah, we're not going to get COVID and they're all going to get COVID. And it's going to be they're going to be at the final table or the final two tables. And well, we lost them. Anyways, uh, I'll finish my discussion. And uh, they're going to be at the final table, final two tables. And um and they're going to get removed from the tournament. And and I'm honestly, I'm I don't want it to happen to anybody. But there's I don't know about ten of them on my Twitter feed that are all pro vaccine, and you're killing people if you're not vast. And I'm going to laugh my ass off when they get COVID and they're at the final table of a tournament and they're removed. You know, only there's only about ten of them. I don't I don't wish that on anybody. I don't even wish it on them. Okay. Those people know who they are, by the way. But when it does happen to them, I'm not going to feel bad. Okay. I'm going to feel bad when it happens to somebody that, you know, don't know who you're calling. The next caller. A next caller? Okay, cool. Luis, you can chime in anytime, bro. Sure. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is uh, Mike and Luis. What's going on? This is Drew from the Woodlands. Uh, we're talking about this. Uh, I'm catching up on the live feed here. You're talking about the uh, people who are going to, you know, who are all about how this disease is going to kill them and (laughs) they're afraid to get the sniffles. Yeah. I'm I'm just up to the thing. Like, you know, it's like we hear all this stuff, you know, uh, Joe Rogan got the, the, the rap, you know, the media said he took horse dewormer. Oh yeah. And, uh, okay. Same thing that uh, Japan just said they want to give everybody. Right. Uh, the thing is, this is not with the CDC uh, information out there. Seventy percent of the people in the United States have taken this, the vaccine. Yeah, twenty or fifteen to twenty percent of the people have gotten it and recovered. Yeah. We're close to we're at eighty eight percent. What they call herd immunity. They keep changing the bar, dude. Yes. You're, this is it. 100 a hundred million people medicine. have had it and recovered. Okay, and okay. the truth, you're right. In, 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 in the United States, it's 30 million people. Uh, okay? Whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. 30 million people in the United States, okay? Right, right. I know this. this, this, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? You know, you're right. You're 30 right. million people, 30 million people in the United States. There are 25 million people, 25,000 people in critical care. Mm-hmm. You're hearing the news saying, oh, the, the, you're telling me you can do the math in your head. You're a poker player. You're yeah. watching the podcast. Yeah. You can do the math. And you think that 25,000 people in critical care in all the 50 states is causing what the media is telling you is going no, on. No, it's a lie. Hospitals. It's a lie. And not one. You're yeah. a poker player. You're listening to this I podcast. Know. You rep yourself as being a person with critical thinking abilities. <laughs> but you're afraid <laughs> to think, why haven't everybody in India died? Well, they use a... 
therapeutics. Yeah. They use their own immune system. Yeah. You know, your immune system that's evolved over millions of years. Have yeah. any of you idiots with a critical thinking brain ever heard <laughs> I of love a book this called War of the Worlds? Have yeah. you ever seen a movie called War of the Worlds? Well, it ends cut to the chase we have earned our keep on the planet because of the joins we fought off joins and joins and joins that's why you're here now if this is a litmus test for the future about if you're too much of a dumb shit to realize what science is and isn't then let let it go i hope you all die of covid in the next two months that's drew from the woodlands and that's the bottom line because you're all fucking pussies I love it. I love it, Drew. Thanks for the call. That was awesome. You know what? And he's right. You know, it's like the the media has everybody in a frenzy, right? COVID. Oh, you're going to die. Well, what? I I mean, fucking for a year and a half, the statistics were out. You know, 94.6% of all COVID deaths, 94.6% are over the age of 65, comorbidities, underlying conditions or fucking obese okay the other 5.2 percent okay are people with you know that they're very some like i think something like two percent that are people uh, i mean like people like under the age of 30 is like 0.002 percent you know but the fake news is just putting out I mean, I can't believe Joe Biden last week with the most divisive speech I've ever seen said the unvaccinated are killing the vaccinated. OK, well, let's let's analyze that for a second, Luis. Um, if the vaccines stop you from getting covid or now that doesn't, by the way, or stops you from being in hospitals or in critical or dying from covid. Because that's what they say. Take the vaccine and you don't get hospitalized. You don't die. Then how are the unvaccinated killing the vaccinated? You tell me that. Put that together. So, yeah. I mean, for the record, I'm, you know, vaccinated. Yeah, me too. You know, know, if if you get vaccinated, then why do you care if the guy across from you is vaccinated? Right? If, like... Because the fake news is telling you they're telling the sheep, they're telling all the sheep that it would be like it would be like if it's cold outside and I have a jacket on Mm -hmm. and I and I say that I'm cold because you're not wearing a jacket. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's a good. That's a great analysis. It's a great analysis. You know, and when I say I'm vaccinated, what do I give a fuck if the guy next door to me, my next door neighbor, isn't? And these fucking dumb fuck poker players who know who they are, by the way, they say, well, you're fucking don't you care about who's dying? They're taking up beds. No, no, they're not taking up beds. It's a fucking fake. There's not one person in the United States in the history of covid that hasn't been treated for covid. Okay, there's no beds being being people are not out in the street dying from fucking covid. It's not happening. Just like at the beginning of covid where there was the fake news showing freezers and trucks with freezers of all the dead people or whatever in New York. It's just shit never was happening, okay? They pushed an agenda. They're still pushing an agenda. You have to ask yourself, why are they pushing the agenda, okay? That's what you have to ask yourself. Why are they pushing so hard for everybody to get vaccinated with a vaccine that doesn't stop you from getting COVID, 
Okay. Right. Now, there's a lot of, you know, there's conspiracy theories, a lot of process, thought process to it. My thought process, and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks, and I have my own opinion because we live in the United States, and you're allowed to have your own fucking opinion. Look at Nicki Minaj the other day. She came out with an opinion of what she, what the fake news didn't like about vaccines. They, they took her off Twitter, and they tried to silence her because she has 22 million followers because this is what they're doing. They're, it's all about control. The entire COVID thing's all about control. So, um, you know, it's... Uh, it, 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 to me, it's like, uh, you know, the poker, well, people are dying. Well, who gives a fuck who's dying? Oh, 300 people a day are dying. Oh, that's uh, 9,000, uh, 90,000 people a month. Does, does, uh, no, it's less than that. It's uh, 9,000 people a month, 30 times 300. Sorry about that. Uh, do these people understand that 1.8 million people die a year in the United States? That's over 150,000 people a month. Okay. So, the fake news want to tell you, oh, these 300 people are dying from COVID. Well, the flu's gone. What happened to all those people who are dying, right? And how many people are dying from cancer because they're afraid to go to the hospital because they're afraid of getting COVID? Okay, during, for the first year, thousands. How many are dying from suicide because they're stuck in their fucking houses with these strict oh. COVID? You know, all, they don't put all these in. Here's the thing is... 200,000 people, 100, was it 160,000 people? Or I might be wrong here, but 80, it might only be 80, but 100,000 people died from drug overdoses last year. Okay, 100,000 fucking people. Uh, another, how many pe- thousands of people on the street homeless? They, they don't give tubes of a fuck, our government. They don't care about, they, they literally are handing them needles in the street and, and, put, so uh, and letting them do drugs in the street in California. Right. They're doing absolutely nothing to help with, uh, you know, the homelessness, the drug problem. So all of a sudden our our government magically cares about, oh, well, people are dying. You got to get vaccinated or or, or we'll never get back to normal. Well, how's that possible when when 50 percent of people vaccinated are spreading covid and and at a nine times higher rate? Uh, the people, well, I mean, here, I'm give you my fucking thought process. They want more, more and more and more vaccinated because the more that are vaccinated are going to cause more variants because there was new, no new variants until people got vaccinated. And so the more new variants come out, the more they keep people in fear, the more they fucking have control over your life, the more they put people out of business, the more, the, the, the more they, they push mail-in ballots so they could fucking steal more elections. And that's what it's about. It's about control and power. That's all it's about. And if anybody wants to argue with me, they're stupid. Go look at the Met Gala the other day. With fucking AOC tax the rich fucking fucking dress. Why she's a why she's sitting at a gala that is between thirty and two hundred seventy five thousand to get in. And you, the, the the irony of it is, you have this poor worker holding her dress as she walks in, fully masked as none of these fucking hypocrites have a mask on, right? So it's like, oh, I'm your servant. I'm wearing, you. I have to wear a mask and you don't, right? That's what's going on in the United States, man. 702-329-0480, give us a call. You can hit me and Luis up. I know it's a little bit slow tonight on the podcast. It's Friday night. Uh, uh, I don't know why. Usually Friday night's been a good night for us. Uh, but yeah, probably, what you say? What you say? We'll do Thursday next week. All right, we'll do Thursday next week. Yeah. So, um, anyways, Louise, uh, 
What do you think of my uh, COVID rant? Uh, I'm a fan. I mean, you know, I think that, you know, there's a lot of bad things for you, right? There's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that people do that are bad for them, bad for their health, bad for mm -hmm. the health of others, uh, you know, smoking or eating McDonald's or, you know, whatever it is. But, yeah, um, you know, we already have a cure, right? Uh, a quasi cure for going to the hospital or having the symptoms. And if you want it, you take it. And yeah. if you don't and you want to risk it, you die or you, you whatever. And and we should just there should be no mask mandates and everybody should just be able to go exactly. out. And, everybody you know, knows the risk. No mask mandates. They know what they're getting into when they leave their house. It's up to them. We live in a free fucking country. Every, all these poker players that are against that are fucking either communists themselves or they don't know how America is run, okay? America is a free country. Joe Rogan hit it right on the nose when he said, and you know they want to cancel him. He's got the biggest podcast in the world with like 10 million listeners or whatever. You know, when he says straight out, vaccine passports are a dictatorship in the end of the United States as we know it. He's telling the truth. And it's just amazing how many poker players are like, yeah, yeah, vaccine passports. Yeah, I want people vaccinated around me. And I'm going to say it again. Why do you give a fuck if they're vaccinated? Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike and Louise. What's going on? Hey, Mike. This is uh, my name is Randy Delima calling from L.A. Okay. Um, huge fan. Been watching since uh, high stakes. I went to poker many years ago, but since Luis is on, I, I had a question on on trading. Uh, I work for a bank. I actually do FX. I'm more of a practitioner. I'm not doing day trading for myself. And with COVID, been wanting to transition into something where I'm doing it for myself. So I just wanted to ask uh, Luis how he got started in trading, and if and um, you know how, how do you get started in something like that? Yeah, sure. So I got. Um... I was doing investment banking at the time and I had a recruiter reach out to me and, you know, she's like, Hey, have you ever thought about becoming a trader? And at the time I said, no, you know, I don't want to gamble my future away. I like, you know, I did well in school and, you know, I was in finance, I was making, you know, a decent living. Uh, no, thank you. And then one day I was like stuck in the office late and I was like, you know, I'm at least going to take the interview. And I took the interview at a, a high-frequency trading firm in Chicago, and I saw, like, kind of everybody, um, you know, in shorts and a T-shirt and a bunch of computer screens. And I was like, man, that's really cool. And long story short, I got, I got a job at a high-frequency trading firm in Chicago, and then I learned a lot of the strategies there. And I thought to myself, man, you know, I could probably do this on my own or, you know, with, with a partner. Um, and that's kind of what happened. Uh, you know, a developer uh, that used to work with me left and he's like, Hey, I'm going to start my own gig. Do you want to come? I said, yeah, let's, let's do it. And so it was, uh, you know, just us and, you know, a couple other people at the start and just kind of implementing uh, strategies in uh, the derivative markets that, you know, I learned and, and I was right. You know, it is, it was better if you do it on your own. Uh, I did have an edge over the market. Um, and a lot of it is similar to poker in the sense of, um, right. 
you know, you can imagine a trading firm like uh, a stable, like, you know, like a poker stable. So like one guy backs a bunch of players or, you know, buys, you know, uh, pieces in like a bunch of guys. Uh, but then at a certain point, those players just get good enough to make money on their own, right? Like they, like they don't need backing anymore. Um, you know, like, or, or they just might want to be, you know, independent. They might not want to share a hand history with somebody or whatever. Um, right. And that's kind of what happened to, to me. Um, and I think the best way to get started, uh, it depends on what kind of trading you want to do. But if you want to day trade, FX right now. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to, so a lot of, uh, you know, FX tr trading is high frequency or, you know, day trading. So like when I say high fr fr frequency, I mean, many trades during the day. Right. Um, right. You know, the best thing to do is just to get a list of trading firms. Most of them are in Chicago or New York. Some of them are in the Bay area and just like email them uh, because most of those places are like small shops. And like email or call them, like if you pick up the, the phone, you're like, hey, I really enjoy this. This is what I'm doing now. Um, it helps to have a technical background, like in statistics or finance or uh, something like that. I've got uh, like 15 years of experience. Oh, okay. That's perfect. And like even in poker, if you have some poker experience, there's, there's a couple of the best traders that I know are ex-pro poker. Uh, poker guys. So, right. um, you know, a lot of the elements that make you a good poker player, make you a good trader and vice versa. So, uh, okay. but, but definitely just reach out because it's not an industry, uh, you know, it's not like a bank, right? A bank has all the resources, right. a bunch of branches, a bunch of locations, uh, an HR department, you know, it, this is kind of just like, Hey, you're, you know, it's sort of like in poker, right? Hey, if you want to, talk to Mike Madison, what's the best way? Well, best way is just reaching out to him, you know, or reaching out to somebody yeah. that knows him. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's going to be the best way in, in trading. It's kind of the same thing. Um, so that would be my advice. Yeah, man. Well, Hey Luis, thank you. I really appreciate it. Mike, one of the best uh, presents my wife gave me was you said happy birthday to me. And I was like, I was floored. Oh, I'm not, I you, I was, do I do a cameo for you? Yeah, man. All right, yeah. man. Yeah, Good. so uh, I just want to wish you the best of luck in the World Series. I'm a huge fan of yours. Thank you, my, my dad's friend. A huge fan. Thank yeah, you, man. My dad watches you all the time. He, he's been uh, dealing with uh, kidney disease all his uh, life. He's on his second kidney. Well, much. Uh, I'll, I'll say some. I know man. Jennifer Harmon had really bad kidney problems. She had to have a kidney transplant, and uh, yeah. you know, so I know how hard that is. And so I wish him. Uh, hope he gets healthy and. Uh, I wish you the best, and I appreciate you calling the yeah, show. Yeah, man. All right, Thanks, my man. You appreciate take care. It, You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Likewise. yeah so, um, uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, uh, we're going to call somebody. Let's do another call. Yeah, we got a couple. Got a couple? All right. We'll do them. Hello. Hey, welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good. Who's this? It's a chick. My name is Andrea. Hi, Andrea. How are you doing? I'm okay. So I am 100% on board with everything that you said about uh, the COVID vaccine yeah. um, and the people that have uh, immunity. I, for example, had uh, COVID-19 
last year, back in April. Okay. And I recently, just a couple of weeks ago, I got retested for the antibodies. Yep. And my doctor said that I'm at 170. Is, so why am I going to take the shot? Exactly. And and they, if you if, and, and if you look at the the, the 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 statistics, if you've had COVID, you're 13 times less likely to get it again. My friend Ben, who had also had COVID at the exact same time you did a year ago, April. Okay, and uh, actually mm-hmm. it was a year ago, Mar- it was like probably about three weeks after the after the thing started. Oh wow, we lost you. Uh, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll try and call you back. Yeah, we'll call you back. Hold on a second. Uh, Hello. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. And uh, it's okay. uh, And so he had a. So he he had he had COVID. He's he's thirty six years old. He's against. He he's in perfect shape. He works out at the gym every day. He eats good. Uh, He Mm -hmm. refuses to get the the shot. Right now he went. Yeah. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, he went to Nashville. Nashville was the hottest spot in the United States, according to the CDC, is for COVID. He went to every bar. He went to all the games. He went maskless because there's no mask in Nashville. There's no. That's not the communist state, uh, uh, Tennessee. <laughs> and Great. so, um, and and then he came back and got te- just wanted to test himself. Just you know, just just make sure. And of course, he never got COVID or nothing because and his antibodies are still working. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we have all these millions of people that have had COVID. Uh, what, why, why should they get why should they get the shot? And, and like, how about the 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 um, uh, the data that says if you're under 25, you have a 18 percent chance of getting myocarm cardash myocarmedia whatever, of an uh-huh. enlarged Myocardia, heart, yes. whatever it's called. Well, uh, listen, to this, listen to this real quick. My yeah. son my son is in law enforcement, and um, he was coerced into getting the shot. Mm-hmm. So I was upset about it. Anyway, he got it, and one of his coworkers recently got it, the second dose, and immediately went blind, 23 years old. Went blind? Wow. That's blind. Fir- I haven't blind, heard that one before. 23 years old. You you know huh? what you you should literally I mean I'm dead serious when I say this you should like have that coworker like call Fox News and get on Tucker's show and you know he 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 gets people that are, he brings people on that and again he's not anti-vax all he talks about is no. is yeah, I'm no. pro vaccine but before you get the shot it's okay to do research on it you see what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. and. The communists mm-hmm. that are running our country don't want you to ask questions. If you ask questions, you know, you're a Nazi or <laughs> you're a racist. You're a, you're a bad person. Right. You're, you're a, bad, a racist. Right. You're, yep. You know, yep. so. So listen, listen to this. So when I got it back in April mm-hmm. of last year and I was, I got tested positive for antibodies. I got retested, like I said, recently. Mm-hmm. Less than- oh, man, we keep looking. Awesome. I don't know. Call her back. Um, well, it might be on her end, but we'll call her back. I, I'm having, I like this person. We keep getting disconnected. Yeah, that's really weird. This never happens. It might be on your end. It might be on ours, but it's, I've never. You had know what it, it is? Because we're talking. We're talking. We're talking the truth. They're probably listening. To yeah, us. you're right. You you hit it right on the nose. The government's probably listening, and they're like, you know, I know. Whenever I do a show where I where where it's like anything negative about what the government's pushing. 
They tell tell them, Danny, what do they do to us? Demonetize us. Like, why is yep, this show demonetized? Not even happening right now. <laughs> yeah. So that's what they do. They do to my show. They demonetize us whenever um whenever we talk uh anti vax or anti you know, whatever whatever the fucking communist government's pushing, yeah. you know. I just, yeah. uh, but no. So, you, you, so my uh, husband, my husband had it March of last year. He went and he got tested, right? Mm-hmm. And his, his, he had it worse than I did, the, mm-hmm. the COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, his antibodies are four, four, four times higher than mine. There you go. And he, so why should you guys okay. get it? Get the, why, why would you guys get the vaccine? Exactly. And why would I get the same dose of that a person that did not have the virus? Why would I receive the exact same dose? Right. Which is to to get your antibodies up to where it is right now. Correct. That's what the vaccine would do. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I'm on board with that. I I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, And I I agree with you. I'm not anti-vax either. Like if you're a senior, if you're exposed and you haven't had it, go for it. If you haven't had it. But if you already had the the virus and you survived it and you're okay why am i going to put that garbage in my body yeah no i agree and why 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 if you got the vaccine why are you worried if you got the vaccine that's supposedly protecting you so much and all this stuff why are you so worried about me if I got it or not, if I, supposedly you're so I've been, say, I've been saying it since day one, the exact same thing there. Yeah. You know, the, the, the uneducated poker players who know who they are, um, will put, will put, will spout the fucking bullshit on Twitter. Like, well, if you're not vaccinated, you're, you're look at the hospitals. People are dying. Well, well, no, they're not like the same amount of people are dying that were dying before. Okay. The, the vaccine, uh-huh covered the old variant it dropped covid from night from the whole country and the whole world having it down to like less than a thousand cases a day all right we lost you i apologize we'll we'll finish we'll finish off this conversation as you're listening to me uh but and i'm like well again i'm against vaccine passports i'm against mandatory vaccines but i would be i would lean a little more towards it if we were on that trajectory with the old variant but we're not okay. Everybody's with the, that's vaccinated. They're all getting it with the new vac, the new variant. The vaccines don't do shit except they're a therapeutic that stop you from being hospitalized or going or dying. So, if they stop you from being hospitalized or dying, and you're vaccinated, what do you give a fuck if the guy next to you isn't vaccinated? Oh, because the fake news says it's. 10 times more likely for the unvaccinated to spread it. That's a fucking lie. Go look what's going on in Israel. That's it. Go look up to the Jerusalem Post. Everything starts in Israel. They got the best medicine in the fucking world. Go look what's going on in Israel, and then you'll know how fake our fucking news is. Period. That's it. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Sorry we kept getting disconnected. All right. One more. Let's take... Okay. Let's uh, take this one more phone call and... uh, We'll send this motherfucker off to... What are you doing tonight? Playing poker? Luis? The fuck? How'd we lose Luis? Well. Yeah? Where'd you go? Luis? Luis? Where'd you go, buddy? Where'd you go? Oh, we just lost somebody. That sounded like... uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. Tell Luis to get his ass back on here. We'll call one more person and then we'll send his ass off. So Vermont has the highest vaccination rate in the country and it's spiking like crazy. Well, of course it is. I mean, wait to wait till you see. Wait, uh, uh, <laughs> wait, wait till you see the fucking COVID fest at the fucking World Series. This is going to be a spectacle. And I, I mean, I don't wish it on anybody. Okay, except for the ten people that were pushing for mandatory vaccines and think they know what they're fucking talking about. Those ten people know who they are on Twitter. Uh, anybody else uh, that that doesn't run their fucking mouth? And if they get COVID, I'll be I'll be praying for them and uh, hopefully a quick recovery because fifty percent of the people at the World Series this year are going to get COVID. Uh, there's probably going to be one person on almost every final table. Maybe not everyone, but at least I see 90 events, at least 45 of them that are going to have to be removed uh, because of COVID. And uh, the dealers aren't vaccinated. Staff ain't vaccinated. Why? Because it's all political. Uh, they have no dealers. They have, I'll repeat it, no dealers want to deal the World Series of Poker. Okay? They are very short on staff. They are literally closed every poker room in Vegas, Caesars, to get every dealer in every poker room at Caesars properties to deal the World Series of Poker. And I really believe deep down in my heart that one of the biggest reasons why they made it mandatory vaccines uh, for players is uh, that's going to lower the field about 50%. And uh, then they'll have enough dealers to deal the tournament. That's my opinion. And, uh, you know, Ty Stort didn't deny it. He said straight up, we are have a dealer problem. And that's they are they are paying the dealers an extra like two hundred dollars per day if they're vaccinated. Uh they're which is a lot of money. Uh they're paying they're doing whatever they can, uh, he told me to push them to get vaccinated. But there's a lot of people who that just they aren't gonna you know, they're just not I, I don't know if it's two hundred dollars a day, two hundred dollars a week, I might be wrong there. But he told me they're paying him $200. I don't think it's just $200 for a one-time deal because, I mean, these people that don't want to get vaxxed, they're not going to just get vaxxed for 200 bucks. So it might be like uh, $200 per week. I, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'll get back to you next week on that. Um, I guess. Uh, I think uh, Google says dumb. What? I think Google says dumb. Their, their phone lines aren't working. Google shut us down? Of course they did. I mean, uh, what else? What, what else can it be? But she was she was saying she goes. We're, they're probably listening, and that's why they keep uh, knocking us off the line. I, I mean, she everybody out there thinks that we're, that we're joking. You know, they they have no idea what's going on in this country right now. The censorship of free speech is under attack by by the left, by the by the people who run the big tech. And uh, the Democrats are in on it. You know, they don't want if they, if they could censor information. And have you only listen to one? How could you decipher what the truth is if you're only allowed to listen to one side of information? And that's what they're trying to do right now. And that's what big tech has complete control over people. And it's really bad. So we have zero phone lines, no matter what, huh? I think the internet seems to be working fine, but I can't make them And you can't get back to Louise? You can't get him back on? Like I, I hear, I hear a game going in the background, and, and it's my private game. Uh, 
So our uh, online game, private online game has started. Uh, we have uh, a couple new players sitting. If you want to play in my online home game, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Mouthpoker yahoo.com. Receive 250 in chips for 200. Right now we got a 1-2 no limit game going. And uh, we usually get PLO going also. Uh, so you can check that out. Um, I guess there's no way to get Louise back because we can't call anybody. Our phone lines are down. You really think Google shut us down? I mean, it's possible. And we've never had this happen, right? It's not working right now, even though the Internet's working fine. Yeah, the Internet's working fine, but we can't call. Well, that's about right. I'll get, I'll get a, I guarantee you I'll get an email from Google t tonight. Priority there saying that you've, um, probably saying that, that you've, uh, 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 breached, uh, the medical information and, uh, you are giving out false medical information and you've been stuck and that's why we've shut you down. I guarantee you it'll be something like that. I mean, what's going on in this fucking country, you guys, you guys have no fucking idea. You guys have no fucking idea. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Okay. You, you just don't even understand. That's just in this chat. We have like four. There's probably about over a thousand people listening right now between all the sites. So shut the fuck up. You know nothing. Uh, no. Yeah. So um, anyways, what we're going to do is um, since unfortunately we lost Louise, uh, I want to thank Louise for being on the show. Um, there's a couple more things we wanted to talk about, and uh, but that's okay. We're going to uh, we're going to do my pick of the week. Uh, uh, and last year we I think we went seven and ten in our pick of the week. Um, last week I did lo I I did lose my pick of the week, so I did start zero and one. Um, there's really a lot of games I like this week. Uh, I think Pittsburgh, you got Vegas on a short week um, going across country to the early game. Now, I don't know if you've known this, but over the years when you go across country and have to play the 10, 10 a.m. game, the team on the West Coast is like 28%. The home team is 72%. Uh, so I've been uh, literally like teetering between Pittsburgh and the Bears. Now, people are like, oh, the Bears, the, the Bears suck. Did you see how bad they were last week against the Rams? Well, the Rams opened their new stadium. The Rams are pretty loaded. Uh, the Bears had many chances in that game. They're laying two and a half at home to a Cincinnati team who I do think will go over the total of six wins. Um, but I just don't think they're good enough um, and I think the Chicago Bears will win a, I don't think Cincinnati is good enough to win a, a road game here. So, um, you know, that's really kind of where I'm standing at. I'm leaning at the Bears or I'm leaning on uh, Pittsburgh as my pick of the week. Uh, I also like Denver over Jacksonville. That line has gone from six to six and a half. Um uh, I just think Jacksonville looked like a very young team in week one, and I think they're going to struggle again. Um, uh, rookie quarterbacks always struggle. Uh, another another good bet that I really like is New England over um, the Jets. That line is now five and a half. 
I, I'm just not sure if I could lay five and a half on the road with them. I, I, I might put them in my suicide. Um, God, this is really, I've been going over this for the last like two days as my pick of the week. And usually, uh, 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 even though, uh, my two best picks last week, uh, one was Washington and the other one was, uh, the Raiders. Um, I ended up going with Washington as my pick of the week, uh, even though I made a small bet on the Raiders. So, um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, mm, this is really pushing it. Gotta, can we put out two picks of the week? Maybe we go one and one. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The Chicago Bears minus two and a half over Cincinnati as my pick number one of the week. And my pick number two of the week is Pittsburgh laying five and a half over the Raiders. I mean, my instincts tell me Pittsburgh is the best play. Um, I know they just come off a big road win, but I mean, Vegas... That game was nuts, and it's a short week going to the Eastern time zone. Uh, I mean, it, I, 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 I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to go with Pittsburgh as my number one pick and the Bears as my number two pick, and that's all I'm doing. Those are it. That's it. You guys do what you want. Uh, you know, I just know how hard it is to go on a short week across country for the early game, and – I mean, the Raiders did blow their load last week in winning that game. So, but who knows? I mean, Pittsburgh defense looked awesome against Buffalo. You know, we're going to find out what the Raiders are made of this week, too, by the way. If the Raiders go into Pittsburgh and go 2 and 0, you could bet that they're going to be a team to be fucking reckoned with this year. Uh, I, I don't see it. I know their defense looked much improved last week uh, against Baltimore, but um, uh, I, I don't see it. Uh, I, I like Pittsburgh as my number one pick and the Bears as my number two pick, but both are my picks of the week. I'll try not to put two picks of the week out very often because uh, I suck at sports betting, even though I'm not betting. But I am good at picking, usually. When I pick one game, I'm usually good. Last year, we had a losing year. The year before, we had a winning year. The year before, we had a break-even year. Last year was fucking terrible, man. I lost something like... I think I went like six and ten, and lost like six in a row at one point after starting the year off like three and zero. Oh. So maybe starting the year off zero and one this year will be uh, good. So pick of the week: Pittsburgh and Chicago. I think, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's go with a. Uh, how about we go with a two team teaser, man? If you guys want to bet, Pittsburgh plus a half, Chicago plus three and a half. Hmm, two-team teaser, what do you think of that one? All right, guys, I'm sorry the phone lines went out. Um, we're going to go, uh, I just want everybody to know, uh, if you haven't bought a piece of me, if you want to buy a piece of me, as you see what my sheet says, you see what it says at the top there? Think positive. And it has all my 25 and 10Ks written down. Think positive, it's very important. Positive think, it's all about mindset. So you got to get yourself in a mindset to play at the World Series of Poker. Uh, I want you to, you can visit ustake.com, ustake.com, uh, and punch in my name, uh, or you can check me out on Twitter. I've put uh, the uh, exact link to all my packages. Uh, 25K horse, 10K 08, 10K 
Limit Hold'em, 10K Dealer's Choice, 10K Horrors, 10K PLO, 10K Deuce to 7, No Limit. Hey, the phones are working. Look at this. What do you know? Let's take another call. Welcome to the mouthpiece. The phones are working again. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? I just uh, I just tuned in and saw him talking about the phones were down, and I thought I've tried to call in the past, so I just started calling, and it went through, and you answered. Yeah, that they've been down for what twenty minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching, so I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just tried to call twice, and uh, I really wasn't expecting anybody to answer. Yeah, well, we weren't expecting a call to come through either. So, uh, what's going on today? What's your name? I don't know. I'm just a big fan of Mike. And uh, is this is is this the mouse I'm talking to? Who this is Mike. This is the one and only Mike. This is there's, there's only one. <laughs> well, I'm watching you on the internet, and uh, but I turned it down because uh, I know there's like a delay or something. Yeah. And, so, well, I, pre- I appreciate you calling. You got any questions for me today? Um, well, I did before all this happened. Now I'm nervous because I'm talking to you. Oh, <laughs> stop <laughs> it! Stop it! Stop I just, it! Stop. I'm a huge fan. I've been a huge fan of yours for since you know since the big uh, the big poker boom. Okay, cool. You know. Uh, uh, I've watched virtually every poker game on TV that's ever been on TV, and I've been playing poker since 2002. Okay. And um, um, I've won many, many, many tournaments. Uh, yeah. I'm a tournament player, not a cash game player, but um, I just live in Tennessee, so I can't be in Vegas. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, but le- at least you live in a free state. Just remember that. You live in Tennessee where you're free. You don't have to wear fucking face diapers. You don't have your businesses closed. Um, You know, so be happy. You live in a free state, you know. Uh, That's right. Everything is opening back up. It's like you you would think nothing's going on at all around here. Because there is nothing going on. It's all all media-driven hysteria to keep people scared and to control people's lives. That's all it is. Yeah, and I will tell you right now, I am not vaccinated. I haven't been vaccinated and don't plan on getting vaccinated. How old are you? And I said, I said back then, when I was saying that, I said, I was saying before the variants, I was saying there's just going to be another one. They're just going to release another one. Every time, every time a vaccine comes see, out, they're just going to release another virus. Yeah, You hear what he just said, everybody? They're going to, they're going to release another variant. Here's a man that knows yep. what's fucking going on in the world, okay? Yeah, and do, that's what I they're do. going to keep. They, they're going to keep doing because they have massive power with COVID, okay? Massive. More power than people realize. Way, Way more. more, right? And, uh, well, you know, what you just said, and I've, I think I said it on my show two weeks ago, but my cousin, his wife, right, she will not let anyone in the house who's vaccinated, not who's not vaccinated, who's vaccinated. Because she believes, wow. she believes that the vaccines are, are causing the new variants and they're spreading COVID. And you know what? Right. If you look at the raw da- data of how the vaccines made the first variant go away and we were, we were COVID-free on June 1st, and now COVID's out of control with a new variant... Well, the new right. variant was was caused by the vaccines, and that's her belief. And at first, I thought she was fucking crazy, 
But now if you look at the data and how the new variants and nothing's being stopped by, by any of the vaccines, I mean, maybe she's right. Maybe she's fucking right. Maybe it's what, maybe it's once you get vaccinated, your your the human body reacts with the vaccination and then changes it itself, yeah. and then you and, transfer. You and know. that's why I got COVID the first time I went out after being vaccinated, right? So, um, yeah, yeah I, it changes your your DNA. Okay, it's the proteins in your system, and I think this is like remember. The, the government don't give a fuck about you. Just remember, everybody who's listening to the show, the government could give two hoops of a fuck who lives or dies. Why are they pushing the vaccine so hard? Okay. Maybe they want you to get COVID and that's how they're going to get herd immunity. See what I'm trying to say? Because they know the, they know the antibodies uh, protect you from getting COVID, right? So if they put a vaccine in your body that makes you get COVID, but you don't get hospitalized or die, isn't that the quickest way to get herd immunity? Maybe that's why they're pushing the vaccine so hard because they're definitely pushing it for a reason and the government doesn't do anything unless they have a, an agenda, okay? And I'm not just saying now, you know, with Biden in charge. I mean, even, listen, even when the Republicans are in charge, when they start talking, like start, starting to spread shit or whatever they're saying, there's always an agenda, okay? There's either political agenda or some kind of agenda. So, um you know, there's a lot going on in this country, and unless you're unless you watch this shit religiously like I do, you're going to be uneducated and uninformed. Uh, but we have a serious problem of a bunch of communists running the country that want to destroy the country. They want to destroy what America is founded and built on. America was founded on Judeo-Christian values. They were found that they were founded on the belief in God. They're founded on, you know, the the the, the nuclear family. And uh, they want to push, uh, they want to push uh, all these awful things, uh, you know, whatever it is. And uh, you know, there's a reason. Well, why are they pushing this gay? The tra- why are they pushing the transgender issue so bad? Telling three-year-old kids that they're transgender when they play with a fucking doll, you know, that's fucking sickness. I think it's fucking child abuse, you know. Fucking, I was fucking three years old. I didn't even know what the fuck a. I don't even think I knew about the difference between a boy and a girl. Who the fuck knows? You're telling me that these young kids are like saying, mommy, mommy, I want to be a girl. Okay, son. Sorry, tomorrow we're dressing you up as a girl. We're going to give you hormones and you're going to be a girl. Really? Go f- be a fucking parent and say, shut the fuck up. And you're not a girl. You're a boy. You want to play with dolls. You can play with dolls. You'll grow out of it. You know, here's some more things to play with. I mean... I just think it's child kids, kids, you can't ever predict what a kid's going to do or say, so you can't. You know how many girls I knew that were tomboys growing up? Or how many guys I knew that were, that whatever, they, they dress. Dude, that's just a phase, man. And they grow out of it and they become, well, they become good, good good women, good men, and, and whatever. But they're pushing this anti uh, uh, toxic masculinity, anti testosterone bullshit. They're doing it for a reason, like the one caller called in. They're, you know, we need men to stick up for what's going on in this country. Well, if they fucking sissify every fucking man, you know, we're not, nobody's going to stand up for shit. So, yeah, you know, what's going on, brother? 350 million people in the country now, you know, and it's just, it's, uh, I, I never thought I'd see that many people around. But. How about the fact here? How about the fact that last week, our communist president said 
If you have over a hundred people in your business, they mand you have to for your business to be open, mandatory vaccine, right? Well, right. Right. The, uh, the, same, the person from Fox News asked Jen Penske or whoever the White House Saki. press Saki, the over the White House press secretary was yesterday. Well, there's yeah. two hundred thousand people coming across the border illegally every single month. That's um, uh, let's see, uh, five, six, almost seven thousand people a day, right? And they asked him, none of these people are vaccinated. Do they have to be vaccinated? And she says, no. Next question. That's one and, of the main things I don't understand is how they're letting those borders stay open and people are just flooding Because in, it's all a fucking lie. The whole mask yeah. thing, the whole close your business from COVID, it's all hypocrisy. That's all about controlling yeah. you, putting you out of business, letting making people fucking depend on the government so they vote for the Democrats because they're all going to be broke, right? And they see they know the true numbers are not 80 million people voted for Biden. It was 75 million for Trump and about 40 million for fucking Biden. Those are the true numbers. So how are they going to get those numbers up? They're going to fucking put people out of business, make people dependent on the government, and keep letting in 200,000 people a month illegals for four years. That's... Uh, What's that? 20 million people, 200 times 12, 2.4 million. That's over 11 million people just that they, you know, they love to throw out the stat. Oh, there's 11 million illegals in the country. No, there's like 20 or 30 million. Okay. So they're going to push mass amnesty and they're going to give 20 million people citizenship. They're going to give another 11 million people in the next four years in, they're going to give them citizenship. And now that 75 to 42 million get deficit. Now it gets to about 75 million, 72 million. And then they don't have to cheat their way with their mail-in ballots. And, and that's what COVID's for. Okay, that's it. That's what's going on in the whole world. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, it's, just, it's common sense, bro. But people who are on the left, most people on the left, they won't have this discussion with you. They'll just think you're fucking crazy, you know. And uh, and the funny thing is, is, is you know, I... Uh, I told this to Phil Hellmuth for the last two years, and his answer to me was, I'm fucking crazy, right? And he literally thought I was fucking crazy. And then he just went to Italy with, um, I don't know if you know who David Sachs is. Uh, he's the original um, uh, inventor of PayPal, very wealthy billionaire guy. He went with a bunch of Democrat friends and with David Sachs, whatever. And he came home, and Phil Hellmuth told me the most amazing thing. He said, Mike, David Sachs red-pilled all of us. And I was just like, baby, that's the greatest news I heard. I go, and I said to Phil, I said, I'm not so crazy anymore, am I? You know, he says, well, he says it in a way where I can understand, you know, you just kind of like spout out, which I do, you know, I kind of just spout out my, you know, what I feel that's going on. But if Phil Helmuth got red pilled, there's hope for a lot of us. You know, there's, there's, actually, a hope, there's actually a hope for a lot of people in this fucking country. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just the, the truth. And and it's like, you know, like I said, the, the main thing I said when he said that to me was, I'm not so crazy, am I? You know what I'm saying? Because I was telling him what's going on in the country. And he'd think I was nuts, you know? So I hope yeah. he doesn't get mad you're for, for saying crazy, that to people. Mike, you're not crazy. You're a great person. And uh, I appreciate what you're doing. And uh, yeah. you're uh, one of the greatest poker players that everybody knows. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you calling in, and uh, you have a great and safe weekend. I'll uh, I'll, I'm going to call you back again when I 
when I actually have some things to ask you. Sure, so I'll be here. Uh, we'll have, uh, we'll be here next week, next Thursday, probably. Uh, it looks like so. Great. great talking to you. Hope I can run into you one day. You got it, my man. Take care. Peace. You too. Yeah. So, I, uh, I got in a, a Twitter war with a couple of people this uh, last couple of days. One was my good friend Eric Froelich, uh, and um, I sent a video out of uh, Lord Fauci. I like to call him Lord Fauci because he's a, the biggest political pawn we have now, and he he loves his fame so much that he's on all the TV shows, just fucking pivoting and changing his fucking mind every week. And if you, you can go check on my Twitter feed and you could go roll back probably a couple days where I showed a video of Dr. Fauci in 2019, right, you know, right before the pandemic. They asked him about, he was being interviewed about infectious disease and they go, well, what do we do? We wear masks and he, and his exact, exact he goes, mask is no, 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 that's all for show. He goes, that's a safety blanket. Well, masks don't do anything. Right. And then he talks about, but what, what's good about, he, t- he talks about what's good about, uh, to the infectious disease is exercising, eating right, and washing your hands, right? He said, now, now that there's a COVID, why aren't the same Dr. Fauci fucking, he's a criminal. I hope he fucking burns in hell, by the way. Why isn't he telling everybody, where, where is exercise, diet, and uh, wash your hands? Now it's all vaccine Wear a mask, wear two masks, wear three masks. Well, this guy's been an infectious disease, the highest paid guy in the country for, let's see, 21, for over 40 fucking years. What, all of a sudden, masks were bad and now they're good? No, it's about control and all you fucking idiots are submitting to it. Okay, you don't change your mind after 40 years as an infectious disease person. At the beginning, you heard what he said in March. We don't need masks. Masks are dumb and a waste of time. Okay. Why did that change? That changed because it's about fucking control. Okay. The Democrats were in charge of both chambers of commerce, even though we had the White House. They were pushing agendas. Now they're pushing it even further. Um, it's all you need to know. Look at the video. He's telling you with a straight face. He laughed and said, <laughs> he says, masks? He goes, those are, that, that, that's just a safety blanket for that. That's just, that's all, that's all bullshit. Go look at the video on my Twitter, Twitter feed if you haven't seen it yet. Dr. Fauci from 2019. These people are fucking hypocrites. They're criminals. They're destroying everybody's livelihood. They're destroying people's lives. And the sheep, and y'all know who the fucking sheep are on Twitter, poker players, better wake the fuck up and learn what's going on, you know? And so he, he put back, well, Mock, you're you're allowed to evolve and you're allowed to change your mind. Evolve? The guy's been an infectious disease therapist for or th- or the highest paid one for 41 years. What do you mean evolve? All of a sudden, masks are good, but they weren't good in 2019 and they weren't good at the beginning of the pandemic? Give me a fucking break. They know what masks are. They're fucking bullshit, you know? Don't, and so we got in a big fight over this, and I, I like Eric Frolic a lot, you know? But he's a fucking sheep also, you know? But... You know, I like him a lot. And then Andrew Barber tried to call me out and he told me that I was mentally ill and and I have all these issues. And even Eric Frollo's like, oh, are you off your meds, Mike? No, no, because I have an opinion different than you. That's the thing between liberals and fucking people on the on the right. People on the right will listen to people on the left. I, anybody on the left could call me and they could voice their opinion. And I could fucking I could tell them why I think it's wrong. And I have a normal discussion. 
People on the left, it's their way or the highway or you're a piece of shit and you're mentally ill and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So aggravating. I don't, I don't want to be, let's be done with politics. Anyway, so we got my pick of the week. I'm going with Pittsburgh and Chicago with Pittsburgh being my, my number one play, I think. Um, how the Raiders going to fire after that fucking win last week? I don't having to play the early game in Pittsburgh against that defense. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. But, you know, the line's pretty high. Five and a half is a pretty big number. Uh, the other one laying two and a half, Chicago, less than a field goal. I mean, Cincinnati's going to be much improved this year. But, I mean, if Chicago can't beat Cincinnati at home, I mean, who are they going to beat at home? You know what I mean? It's not like Cincinnati is a powerhouse. Their over-under was only six this year. The fucking over-under on uh, on Chicago was like seven and a half or eight. And now all of a sudden after one week where Chicago looked like shit and Cincinnati looked good, now you're going to make, you know, I like Chicago at minus two and a half. I, I don't know which one I like better. So we'll give out two picks this week. All right. Hey, Flashy. We're just getting ready to go. Everybody, you want to come on? Okay. The little 20-year-old cat wants to make his appearance before... Um, before we uh, sign off here, my little one-eared wonder. I love him so much. He's such a good boy. I know you all love Flash when he comes on here. He likes being the, he likes being the center of attention. Yeah, Baba. What are you doing? You, yeah. Yeah. Come here. Show yourself. Yeah. You know you're on TV. You know you're the star. Come here. Come here, Baba. Look how good he's all healed. He's doing good. He's a good boy. Hope he lives for five more years. Think I'm greedy? Actually, I really hope he lives for at least one more year. If I get one more year out of his surgery, I'll be happy. Uh, but he is cancer-free right now. What, Baba? We're gonna get ready to sign off. Get ready to sign off. You got your. You got to show your. Uh, you showed your necklace. You you made an appearance. Everybody loves flashy. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Okay, we're gonna sign. We're gonna we're gonna say goodbye. To, I know. I know. I know. Another week in the books. We'll be back next Thursday, it looks like. Maybe Friday. I'm not sure. Uh, It'll be the day before the World Series starts. Check out my World Series of Poker packages at ustick.com. I'm selling 50% of myself. If you don't like the markup, fuck off. I'm giving away 25% free to the smaller buying tournaments. And I'm playing them all no matter what. So all you idiots that think I don't have money that... And that's why I'm selling half of myself. Go suck a dick. Um, We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to the mouthpiece. And uh, let's win some bracelets this year. We'll see you next week. The mouthpiece.